Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Well, A-teamers, as we are going to be talking about love versus lust, we are joined by Mam Fundis, the pastor's wife, oh, author of the book Relationships and All That Jazz. Nomond, how are you doing, Nomond? I'm perfect, Patricia, and how are you? <laughs> I am okay, filled with the spirit. I'm not sure which one. Is it love or lust? No, I know it's love. It's agape, that type of love. I lust. But in any case, how are you doing? I'm absolutely wonderful with you guys. Well, I think A-teamers have been waiting for this conversation. I mean, we, we need to define this love versus lust because other people end up in relationships and even committing to long-term relationships based on a wrong platform. I don't know whether the understanding of love is what we have because if it was, I don't think our relationships would be so fickle and end so quickly. So perhaps it is lust. So let's start here, Namonde. Let's define lust. Yeah, I, I like that question. And, and can I please greet your, your listeners as well, Pat? Um, so lust, basically, um, is something that happens quite quickly. So you'll understand that everybody that, that's ever been in love before will tell you that love takes time. I can't just see you for the first time and say or claim that I love you because love is a decision. It's something that I plan to do and I understand and I consider. Patricia is this way and this way and this way. Do I still want to continue with her? Yes or no? And then last on the other hand is quite quick. I look at you and I'm like, "Mm, I love her lips. I think I love her, (laughs) you know? And, 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 And in the meantime, it's just last. So that's how you pick it up. Lust is quicker than love. Secondly, lust is more physical than it is about my intellectual capabilities, my talents, my giftings and everything. So if you love somebody, that is when you've made a decision to love them wholeheartedly or footstools, as they say in business. But then doesn't all or don't all relationships start off with this sort of lust? Because you don't know someone. You can't obviously say you love them. Um, There needs to be some sort of attraction or some sort of chemistry. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. it emanate from the lust? It it does. And that's why I wanted to bring up the point as well. Why do we even have to solve this conundrum, even if it is a conundrum, Mm. if you want to call it that? Because for me... Lust is a very close uh, relationship or has a very close relationship with love itself. But the problem is that love has to come before lust. Yeah, understand? I need to. Lust is almost like a fruit of love. It's something that I, I experience or I get into with somebody that I love. Now, the problem that we have is that we flip things over. So we put the, the card before the wheel, as they, tell, as, they, as they put it, or before the horse way we want to experience these fruits of love but then there's no stem there's no branch in which they're growing from we just want to get excited it's like people that just want to eat dessert 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 all the time by the time you know you know it you know it's nice and everything but you get sick of it number two you don't get the right nutrients you don't get the right vitamins and all of that so the basis of every relationship or the basis of what we call lust is that you have to love each other first, decide to fall in love with each other, and then experience the fruits of lust. 
Okay. So lust is there initially, if I'm understanding you correctly, and then it develops into love, but yeah. there's always an element of lust. <laughs> Okay. And there must be, there must be. In close I mean, we spoke um, last time I was there, and um, I mean, we've been together for 20 years. But can you imagine, in 20 years, it's just love, 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 and there's no element of chemistry with a tonight's the night kind of, kind of thing, you know? Pastor's wife! <laughs> it's been 20 years. I cannot be expected to be in a relationship with somebody for so long mm. and not find him attractive, yeah. you know, and not have that chemistry and so on. So that's what I said with Ekunemi. You must start with a formal or a, a, a comfortable relationship and a strong base before we can experience lust. But definitely you cannot take lust out of the picture when you talk about two people that love each other. But where do we get it wrong then? Because if you're saying lust is a fruit of love um, and other people end up just there at the initial lust and it becomes lust, lust, lust until, you know, like yeah. you're saying, you've eaten too much dessert and you realize this is not good for my health. It's not nutritious. I don't want it. So why is it that other relationships don't progress to love mm -hmm. and then enjoy the fruits of lust because Bella as a generation we just don't like building you know if you if you consider the way that we do things i mean our mothers they used to go out and get wood and all of that in order to, to make one cup of coffee for us we've got coffee makers we've got microwaves we've got all these things that make things so much easier but unfortunately when it comes to emotional issues relationships um staying in jobs all these things that make us who we are we still have to have that element of building something now i always tell people why do we have to define things all the time so if i meet you for the first time can't we just go out have coffee and all of that enjoy life together before we define ourselves as a couple because once we say this we are a couple, we're in love. Then at that point, then we're forced to experience everything else that couples do. We're forced to pull that line of lust and so on. Gandhi, we learn a lot about, about people when they are in their natural habitat, when they are not putting their best foot forward. So that's what I'm saying. We need to build first and then eat the fruits because it's very easy to go down that route of, oh my gosh, my heart is beating so fast. You know, this guy makes me weak in the knees. Not understanding, can we check his credit score, maybe? You know, can we check where he's from? I'd like to meet his mother, you know. I'd like to meet him and see how he interacts with his mom. and see mm. Because that, that sets the basis as to how he's going to be treating me when I'm his wife. So little things like that. You know, when our heart starts pumping and then we, we start blasting and the adrenaline is there, we just go with the flow and we forget the mind behind Wow. A-team is joining on this conversation. It's a very interesting one. Have you found yourself um, enjoying the fruits of lust and uh, ending up not wanting it anymore because lust ain't that cool when you have to live the rest of your life with it? Please share that experience with us. And, and how do you distinguish... Uh, love. What is love to you? Share that as well on zero one one seven one four two double zero six, or you can send an SMS to four one three nine one. Alternatively, you can WhatsApp zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. So there's an A teamer that sent a message earlier, right, saying. 
uh, your voice, your content, fire, fire, fire. Okay. And then he ends up saying, or she, or he ends up saying, I listen to you every night. Unekorobela. I mean, Kobecha. <laughs> so for those who don't know what Korobela is, it's a love potion. Why do other people resort to such? And I asked this because it was sparked by this uh, WhatsApp uh, message that came from the A-T-Man Kobecha. Why are people going out looking for love potions to sustain relationships? Are these love potions working? Do they work? Are they sustainable? Do they move you from lust to love and back to lust again? Or is it just a placebo? Yo, you know what? It all goes back to that thing which we don't want to build. It's so easy, Patricia, to go out there on the road of Umlazi or on the road of uh, Durban and so on and pick up a love potion. But the problem is that it's not real. It's not authentic. You know, when a, a person is following, following me around like a lovesick puppy, then it's not love. I want that person to love me to who I am. I want them to love me at my worst, at my best. You know what I'm saying? I want to wake up every morning and understand that whatever happens, this person really feels me. But with Korobel, I need to understand, there's also a maintenance plan with those things as well, where every month or every two weeks and so on, you have to go back and revive whatever it is that you're putting in that poor man's food or that poor woman's food. So it's not sustainable. It's a shortcut. Let's go back to building. Let's go back to courting. Let's go back to putting in the work to build the kind of relationships that we want to see. Mm, I hear you. I hear you loud and clearly. So these love potions don't work. But maybe they can share with us if it works or not, you know. Um, so if the Gorobella is working for you, please let me know. We definitely here on the A-Team don't have Gorobella, but what we've got is a family affair, and we have love, 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 love with the capital L. So, uh, Doc, in terms of love, define it for us. Because a lot of people say, I love you, but not the way I love my mother. You know, I really, really love my mother, and I love you, you know. So let's define love, especially in an intimate relationship context. Mm, thank you so much. So basically, love is a decision, Patricia. You know, every single day, every day, you have to make the decision, the, con the conscious decision, which is, I'm going to love this person. And it's different from loving my mom, because I know that my mom has my best interests at heart. I know that my son or my daughters have my best interests. They'll never, ever hurt me. Even if they do hurt me, it's a different type of hurt because we've never actually intertwined. We've never been intimate with them. I mean, she carried me in, my, in her stomach, mm, but mm. at the end of the day, we've never been intimate. There's a certain level of connection that you feel with somebody that you've been intimate with that allows them, if they want to hurt you or they want to bring you down, they can do it from the inside. You know, like these uh, biochemical weapons where it's not just a gun where I can duck, but it's something that destroys you from the inside. That's why I always say, like I said before, guys, take your time. Don't rush to call somebody your partner, your lover, and all of it. Take your time, be friends, play the field a bit, and then decide, which, is this the person that I want to be intimate with? Is this the person that I want to build, to build with or to bring into my innermost space so that they know my secrets, 
how I can be destroyed, everything that, you know, that hurts me and so on. Because when they turn around, it means they are in the best position to destroy me than anybody else in this world. So you say take your time, play the field, enjoy yourself. How long is enough time? What sort of time frame? Yeah, we're all different. We're all different. Mina, I'm a very cautious person. So, Mina, a time frame could be 12 months. You know, because like I'm saying, I don't know if it's because I'm from an enforcement background, but I want to know, I want to see you interact with your friends, Patricia. I want to see how you like when you're with your family. I want to see how you like um, when you're angry. I mean, do you push things? Do you break things and so on? Do you shout? Do you scream? Do you, you know, put your fist on the wall and all of that? I want to see you at your worst. And then I can decide, you know, okay, cool. I can handle that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? So for some people that are brave enough, I'm a brave heart, you know, or Robin Hood, mm-hmm. then they can take about three months and so on. But for me, you know, this is your life that we're talking about. So Patricia, there are people that have died in relationships. So you need to understand that it is a serious decision to bring somebody into your personal space, to give them your number, to give them access to your home even, to those that have kids, to give them access to your kids. They know where your kids go to school and so on. So it's a serious, serious decision that should not be taken lightly at all. So what are you doing then with this person for 12 months? Nenzali, you are just friends. Uh, they are open mm-hmm. to seeing other people. Mm-hmm. You, 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 yeah, near Viper, you go out, you go to the same uh, places. Let say, oh, Lira is in town, there's a concert. You go to that concert, you observe them, you go for coffee, you go for lunch, all those little things, dinner here and there and so on. But you haven't defined the relationship. And even with the, the heat and so on that you feel, the passion, hold it in a bit and just experience this thing with you and, and see this person, observe this person and understand with what kind of monster that you're dealing with and can you cope with them, can you handle them and then you'll be able to commit yourself and vice versa. Okay, so in this 12 months, and I'm using your example of 12 months, um, sure. in this 12 months, you guys are courting and Kisi mm-hmm. and Tintani, uh, 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 you don't have sex. I tell her, you kissing your energy, you take on the cheek at the end of the afternoon, tell us that Dalla how. Okay. A peck on the I'm cheek, worried. okay. Can Ooh, you hold hands? Then hugging your energy at the end of the night, look, I had a great time, you know, and so on, la di da. But in the wrong lapo is that the ownership part should not be defined at that point. So understand, Ruthie, um, if I pick up at any given point within the six months, three months period, eight months period, with a, mm, not for me. We should be able to part ways. Because we weren't really dating. We're just going out and experiencing the world together. So if this person, whether it's a male or female, are they also allowed to have other friends, that they are having that peck on the chicken after the movies? Because they're also trying to find their Mr. or Miss Wright. Mm. Are they allowed to? It's totally up to them, Patricia. It's just that I wouldn't advise it because it sets you up for failure because now you're going to start comparing partners and you're going to be looking for the perfect partner, the one that doesn't exist. I like Patricia's butt, but then lo and you know, is an intellectual. I like her mind. But then that one day lives in Umsanga and she's a rich girl and so on. You'll start now adding up the sum total of all these 6, 10, 20 
<laughs> women that you have in your life or guys and then start hunting for something that doesn't exist. Yeah, well, but it all, it's always better to go for one person, observe, do your homework, and if mm, not happy, move forward. Yeah, well, it's almost like speed dating. It's, nah, not for me and so on. Until you find exactly the person that you're looking for. All right, let me read some of our A-teamers' messages. Remember, you can also tell us about your love versus lust um, experiences. And if you've used Ikorobela, where did you get it? And did it work for you? Or was it used on you? Boyenzani, were you madly in love? Let's hear from you on 011-714-2006. Or you can WhatsApp 614 104 A-teamer here says, for a relationship to last and be successful, there must exist a combination of both lust and love. Mm. Marry someone that you lust and their marriage will be successful. Mm. Are you a pastor's wife? Come on now. Other people will be like, no, but you know, the Lord showed me you and there's no last date. Like just the Lord showed me which is Sister Mary. You are the one for me as I am Brother John. So let us get it going on. Do those work? No, never. Never. <laughs> powerful Dude, I don't care. Remember, love is about you and I. So, Manja, when you say it, because God showed me to you in a dream, you know, with a flowy white dress, because it means you have not decided. The problem here is the decision part. I need to know that you've decided to love me. I need to know that you've decided to pick me over everybody else. So that's sort of like an, a, a statement um, that's very immature and something in an eye accountability because when we love each other, we have to be able to look each other in the eye and say, yay, you know, you said you love me, you said you do one, two, three for me. What's happening now? So in the absence of those commitments, you, you're really just floating in thin air. What is then Xasa? So, you know, the same person or prophet who is somebody else, then what will happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me read this one uh, from Vuyo in Bloemfontein who says, Hi, Patricia. Please ask whether the strength of the lust determines the kind of love that will follow. I ask this because some people will break up if the sex is not good. Also, is lust all about sex? Yeah, I, I don't think lust is all about uh, sex, Patricia, as it is about chemistry, you know. You know, the chemistry doesn't really necessarily mean we're going to end up rolling in the hay, but it just means when I see you, something must happen. There, there should be a difference between me seeing uh, my local postman and, you know, the guy that brings my local to my house and seeing the person of my interest. Yeah, well, there has to be that level of giddiness, you know, that... You know, that five minutes that I can't account for, I, I'm just in my head all the time. So there has to be a difference between the person that um, is your partner and, and just your colleagues at work. So I think last is that difference, that thing that makes you, you know, that changes the temperature in the room. Okay, guys, is the aircon on here? What's the story when somebody walks <laughs> in the room? It's that. <laughs> mm, mm. But, so it doesn't necessarily mean it will end up uh, to sex. How do you yeah. keep... I mean, you've uh, told us about your relationship with Nobabam Tlonga. How do you keep it fresh? Because others say once you've been married for too long, then, you know, you lose that element of lust and you end up becoming like uh, live-in mates or yeah, brother and yeah. sister. So how do you keep it fresh? Because people who've been in long-term relationships are struggling. 
yo, yo, go be, go be, go be. Yeah. So basically, you you keep it fresh, Patricia, by being honest. You know, um, there's there's a there's a part of our lives that we've always just saved. And as who we saving it for? You know, there's a part of Patricia that nobody knows about. And Mina, I'm advocating for if we're in a partnership, I must be in love with you holistically. Even that part of Patricia that has these weird fantasies, you understand? We should be able to sit one day, take the kids away, and, and then say honestly and you know, and unapologetically, tell me your wild, your wildest, wildest fantasies. You know, you laugh about it, but you keep it in your archives. It's all okay. Okay, so. He likes one, two, three. And then one day, on a good day, when there's bonuses and everything, and we're all happy and settled, then you play out those fantasies. There's nothing wrong with that, because I've, I've told people this again and again and again. Some of these extramarital affairs are caused by that secret person that I'm too ashamed to show to my husband, you know? That part of me that, that has these desires and fantasies and fetishes and all of that. But I need to ask, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, he's my husband, what's he going to say? And then, God, these are still my needs and they need to be met. And so what ends up happening? You find somebody, a safe place outside where you can act out or kind of fill that void, that inner feeling. And it's not necessarily the partner's fault. It's all about the trust relationship. Do we trust each other enough to be able to give each other that side of ourselves that nobody knows about? Mm. Well, uh, A-teamers, we are in the closet talking lust versus love. 011-714-2006 is the number where you can get us, or you can WhatsApp 614 Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations. Hi, Patricia and the guest. You know, people have been hurt so much. When we enter into relationships today, we enter with many wounds. Mm. So what normally happens these days, when you meet with somebody, this somebody will study you first and see what is it that this person likes and then once they master that they do everything that you want to see or hear or whatever you want and then you will find yourself thinking why other people did not take this person serious because she presses all the buttons she ticks all the boxes or he ticks all the boxes people are so intelligent they are smooth operators they have been hurt so these days to find a person who would come out in the open and then you see all the wounds it's very rare they present themselves in a way that you will love them and then you will never suspect anything people are so intelligent and are so hurt these days That voice note, very, very mm. painful. The fact that yeah. we are no longer trustworthy as we get into relationships. We con artists. Mm. That's so true. But then a, a trick to that, it's a very simple trick. It's a psychological trick. Wuti, don't, just as much as we don't go around showing people our payslips, this is how much I earn. This is how much I've got in the bank. This is how much I've got in my savings. 
that is also when it comes to your love language and everything else that has to do with you and what you're looking for in a man or a woman, you hide that as well. And then that gives other people space to kind of be themselves so that you can pick out what you're looking for. You understand what I'm saying? You don't mm. you can't be in, in gatherings and start telling people, Oh, Mina, you know, a guy that will do one, two, three for me. That's how I'll know that that's the one. You can't be sitting in, in, in a gathering somewhere and, and telling people, this is how the other person hurt me. So now I'm looking for a person who's going to do these four things. Because that's that's almost like standing in the middle of uh, the Internet and, and giving people your ID number, your, your passwords and your PIN. Just be quiet. Keep that information to yourself because only you then know exactly what you're doing so that even if a person is the smartest scammer in the world, they've been hurt a thousand times and they're out there to hunt for the perfect prey, they won't know what you want. So it's not going to be easy for them to arm themselves with that information to get into your heart. Here's another question uh, from Balisa and Maseru says, Hi Patricia, please ask for me, does it really have to be 12 months or as soon as you both are convinced that it'll be compatible for each other? <laughs> yeah, I, I did say well, it depends on how brave you are, honey. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that brave. I've seen things, I've experienced things as well. You know, I've, I've heard about stories, friends from, um, from, you know, stories from my friends and all of that that didn't go so well. So the key to that, I'm going to ask a question back and say, would you just allow a, a stranger in your house and give them the, the, the house keys and give them your pin and everything else and allow them to say, no, this is my house, go in there, just feel free, do whatever, you understand? That is how you should be looking at your heart as well. It should not be something that is so easy to give up. Give yourself time. You won't be sorry because it's better to walk away from something 12 months down the line as opposed to somebody walking away when you're already maybe three months pregnant or you already, you know, you've shared so much of yourself and, and everything else with this person, it hurts more. So it's just a matter of deferring the hurt so that you can see it, how safe are you to give them a little bit more of your heart. It's for your protection at the end of the day. All right, so it's up to you. It's up to you, up Braveheart. To you. Uh, here's up a message you, from uh, Kintosh who is... Uh, Ken Tosh, who's in Eastern Cape, says, Good evening, Patricia and team and the guest. I have heard the explanation um, that you and our guest uh, gave about what love is, but this is how I define love. Love is an action, not just words uttered. You, um, you care from your heart, your soul, your spirit for your partner. To love somebody means that when you are intimate, you connect heart, soul, and spirit. You are there for your partner, come rain or sunshine. So potions are a huge no-no. No, 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 no. Lust is something that you crave for, just a fling time, If um, whereas making love is something you yearn for, real intimacy, a mature connection. All right, yeah. I hear Kintosh, and, and I agree. Love love is a verb, after all. It's a doing word. Absolutely. It's not just Absolutely. there. It's a doing word. Yeah. So people need to be about it, not just speak about it. If a person says they love you, you need to see with the actions. Yeah, but a word of caution as well on mm. the making love part. It's just like seasons. You know, one day you want to make love, but one day you want to do something else, and one day you want to be adventurous. Like I said, forever 
ever after. It's a long time and in between there are different needs and so on. So don't bottle yourself up. Just experience everything else that comes with it. Let's take a quick break. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. For unskippable, no-click baiting, and cookie-free, with lots of real followers and likes, place your sales campaign on SAFM. Radio is still the best place to advertise your business at affordable rates. SAFM, with its national footprint and top personalities, offer advertisers distinctive opportunities to reach their target audience. Email sales at safm.co.za. SAFM, the influencer you can trust. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations. Hey, teamers, we are in the closet talking love versus lust. It is a conundrum. We are trying to solve it. And our guest is a, a pastor's wife, author of the book, uh, relationships and all that jazz no more in them and I'm hoping that you are going to continue sharing your experiences uh, between love and lust and here I am seeing that message from Kintosh who says love potions no 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 and I agree with you Kintosh but uh, how do you then um, how do you keep love fresh I'm mm. asking this no more them because we can't always rely on lust you know, mm. in terms of mm. the attraction and the chemistry. Life happens. Yeah. Partners uh, go through uh, life changes, sicknesses, mm-hmm. uh, chronic diseases that change your outlook. Um, mm. Sometimes you can't talk anymore, you can't see, you lose a limb. Things happen. Um, yeah. Sometimes you, you, you have a disease that will impair your sexual ability. So the lust mm. sometimes fizzles out. But how do we keep the embers of love? A light. Yeah, I like what you said about things change, life happens, and all of that. So the love then goes back to the A-lister that spoke about the the fact that love is an action. So love will mean a different different things for us in our different times of need. So for me, if I'm in hospital, then the one person that I want to see next to my hospital bed is my husband. That will prove that he loves me. He can't just fall in love with the idea of the perfect me, the one that cooks and cleans and so on. But then in my time of need, you know, he's not there. So at that particular point in my life, love will mean support and having a partner by my bed. Um, if you if you are going to start maybe a big venture, maybe you're starting a new job or a project and so on, love for you will mean support at that particular point. So loving me will mean I want you to be there. I want to, for example, I just wrote a book. So I need him there. You know, if I'm selling or I'm doing whatever, I need him to enjoy the moment with me. That for me will mean love at that point. So it, it will mean different things in the different season. But what's important is that you show up at that particular need. And if you're not sure, Patricia, you ask. You know, we ask a lot in this in these 20 years, in these 21 years. What's the story, bro? You've changed. You know, Five months ago, five years ago, when I did one, two, three, you got excited. Now you don't. What excites you now? People are so scared. 
to, to ask those questions because they're scared of rejection. But it's very important to ask so that you find out where are we in this journey? Where are you in this role? I mean, I'm in my 40s now, just turned 40. So I can see with it, my eyes have changed. It's like I've seen the light. <laughs> I'm, in another, <laughs> I'm in another world altogether. I feel like the world is like my playground. But wow. it's a stage that I'm in, right? So I need him to understand that and to assist me with babe, what do you need? What do you need? Where can I assist you? Okay, so you're going to SASM. I'm going to hold it down in the home. That, you know, that kind of support. Mm, so mm. love will mean, Uti, work with me, change with me, grow with me, maneuver with me through this world. And it's both sides. So you can't just have one person maneuvering yeah. and doing cartwheels and so on. And then one person is just, you know, gaining and gaining and gaining out of this life. It's a two-way thing. All right, so if the lust caused us to end up in a, a permanent relationship uh, like marriage or, or caused us to get children and it was all under the guise of lust and here we are now, we are stuck with each other. Uh, how do we fix this? It does learn, Jan Denjal. Because you, you've just started with the letter Z and now you're trying to work your way back to the letter A. So basically, those would be the people that wake up in the morning. It's like... Oh my gosh, you're also a girlie. I'm also a girlie. So technically, we're related, you know. And and those are things that you should be finding out about each other when you're sitting across each other in a, you know, in a restaurant. So you do your homework before. I have means and I need to tell people, do your homework, do your. And you can see how people are like fighting this. People just want to jump in. They want to dive in there and experience the love, the love, the chemistry, and everything else. But. You don't want to be stuck in a situation where you're trying to now, as you're saying, go back and fix it. For me, it's just a matter of grinning and bearing it. Like like 80 or 70% of couples are doing out there. They started with the chemistry, they started with the lust, and then now they only trying now to kind of rebuild. Who is this monster? You know, Who is this vampire that I married? And now they're trying to love each other too late, God, because now you don't really have the option of just divorcing really maybe there's kids involved and so on so now every other couple i can safely say patricia 70 percent of couples are now just grinning and bearing things yeah sure. but we've, we've got kids let's just routine we wake up we brush our teeth we kiss, we kiss each other in the forehead we do whatever it is that needs to be done wash the clothes mm. and clean the house and then we do it again tomorrow until one of us dies yeah, there are even couples who take it a, a step further and they start sleeping in separate bedrooms. There are couples who who go in a separation because they don't want the stigma of divorcing, but they're no longer together. It, it, it gets very complicated in these relationships where lust was the driving force. Um, here's, here's a message here of an ATMO who says, I don't subscribe to the notion that lust is the fruit of love. I would rather associate love with the words like like, affection, and or desire, or at least, um, and least envy. Lust is evil driven, and if not achieved, the results are almost always disastrous. So this ATMA doesn't uh, agree with the notion that you made, uh, Nomonde, that lust is a fruit of love. It is, because remember, we started defining it, what is it? We said that it's not necessarily rolling in the hay. We said it is the chemistry. We said it's that connection. It's what sets people apart. It's what sets your father apart from 
your partner. It's what sets your brother apart from your partner. And unfortunately, you know what what this A-lister just described for me just puts me slap in the middle of a couple who now treat each other like, you know, like brother and sister type thing. Yo, let's keep this clean. Let's keep this, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and for me, like I said the first time I came, I said, when two people get together, Patricia, when we make those vows, or even when we decide to be in a serious relationship, once we close that door behind us, the world is out there, um, the, the, the whatever rules, uh, culture, religion, whatever it is that we were taught is out there. In here, in this relationship between you and me, we do what works for us and we ensure which things work for us moving forward. Mm. Quick break, A-teamers. We'll be back. Remember, you can uh, WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107 or you can um, SMS on 41. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations. We are in conversation with uh, the ever so lovely uh, author, Nomo Ndem Tlongo. Her book is titled Relationships and All That Jazz. And we are solving a conundrum, love versus lust. Um, we are not all agreeing as A-teamers, but mm. uh, it, it's lovely because that's how conversations are sparked and that's how we all grow um, when it comes uh, to relationships. I'm, I'm, I'm quite worried about those relationships that are on the rocks, you know. <laughs> mm. Over the weekend, uh, a young lady said to me, yo, my relationship is in ICU. I don't know if it can be resuscitated. I'm just waiting until he says enough is enough. And I thought, my oh, goodness. Man. So you are waiting on him. How do you? No, but he still loves me. I can see he acts like he loves me, but he doesn't what? say he loves me. He says he no longer wants to be with me. Mind you, this is a couple that has a child together. They've been together for oh, 10 man. years. Uh, he says he doesn't want me anymore, um, but he, he acts like he loves me. He still kisses me. He hugs me. He, he He's not even cheating. So mm. my question now is, where are they? I see you. Between love and lust, what's happening here? With that particular couple, mm. Patricia, mm. I mean, um, Oprah said it very nicely. She said, when people tell you something, believe them. Believe them the first time. <laughs> because words come from the abundance of the heart. So if a person is telling you, look, he said, this is not working out. I don't love you anymore. Even if they would come the next day with plastics and plastics of jewelry and chocolates and everything and kiss me on the head, you know, the back of my neck and whatever. But they've already given you a hint of what's happening in their heart, right? And this is the thing, gay with men that I want ladies to be careful about, right? A man will never leave something that's comfortable. Never. So that that rejection that she's looking for could very well be something that she'll never get. You understand? She'll never ever get to a point where this man actually leaves her officially. Because as long as she's still allowing this situation to go on and on and on, it's not going to get to a point where this man decides to leave her. That's why you find men who will leave their girlfriend in bed this morning and only to find it on Facebook, he just got married that Saturday. And then you ask yourself, well, what is wrong with this guy? I mean, he's got a good lady at home and so on. What what possessed him 
to leave that girl or, or to leave her in bed for, for that matter and go and get married that same day because men will never ever leave something that's still comfortable to them. So it's up to you then to protect your heart and to protect yourself and you move out of that relationship no matter how difficult it is because a man will keep keep dating you even if he's married, even if he gets divorced and gets married to a second person, he will still string you along for as long as you allow it to happen. Sure. So how do we solve this conundrum? This one here, she must decide because she's already said that, look, he said it with his own mouth. Mm. That so I, it's about a decision. Is, it's about a so decision. Let it, believe him and decide. And it's not going to be an easy one. I can tell you that because you think about your, your son, your daughter, you said they have a child. Mm. You think about the 10 years that you've invested, your money, your time, and everything else that you've given to this man, presents, your heart, I mean, the relationship that you had, you know, the people that look up to you and so on. So she must just decide. He's already given him, the, uh, given her the flag. She must just decide and walk away. All right. Good advice. Uh, I'll pass it on. Um, so, Namonde, as we close up our conversation, um, have we solved this conundrum between love and lust? We haven't, and we never will, Patricia. Because to be honest with you, as I'm standing here, we all want different things. I mean, that caller just made it very clear. With a look, lust is a no-no for me. It's not on. But then again, you get somebody that says, hey, no lust, no ring. But, you know, I'm in it for the lust. But lust is what I'm looking for. I can't go around, you know, living a life that's so boring and so on. So people are looking for different things according to how they were socialized, how they grew up, what they were taught and what they've experienced. So we're all looking for different things. So we never, ever solve it. So for me, I can solve it for myself. Patricia, you can solve it for yourself and listeners and so on. But it's actually an individual journey per person to decide exactly what they're looking for. And we should not judge and we should not undermine each other for what we are looking for because it's all a personal choice at the end of there you have it, A-teamers, from the author of the book, Relationships and All That Jazz, Nomonde Mthongo. How do we get a hold of your book? Okay, so I'm on socials, on all social networks. I'm on Insta, nomonde.mthongo underscore dominion. I'm also available on Facebook. I've got a page there. You can like it. And then what you do is that if you want to order, you can inbox me, and then we'll courier the book to you. Simple as that. Thank you so very much, Namwanda. What a great pleasure as always. Absolutely, Patricia. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, teamers, it's a time for us to head on home. It's three minutes before midnight. From us, may goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.